eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're here, Adam. It's James Harden reunion time, or at least we think so. Um, You know, it's funny. It didn't actually occur to me until later on Sunday as we were at NRG Stadium covering Deshaun Watson's return uh, to the Texans or to the to the NFL, actually, after having last played for the Texans in almost two years. It didn't actually occur to me that really literally the next day it would be another return for James Harden and just the timing of all of that. And it's probably probably because, of you know, Deshaun hadn't played in two years and the way programming works at Sports Radio 610. There's a lot more focus on this, and it's just a, a bigger storyline. But here we are with James Harden coming back. And, um, and and obviously this has happened before. It's not like a like a new thing. But uh, but I am curious to what you think about James Harden specifically in this matchup because it's important for Philly. He's missed, what, about 14 games? Um, he, the, the, meanwhile, the, the 76ers have played really well defensively. Um, and James Harden is obviously a, a big part of what they want to do offensively. So I, I'm just curious of what you think about him coming back and what you're actually expecting from him. Well, it's act, it'll be the third time that he's come back. I mean, he came back what, a couple of months after the trade. Then he came back here last year uh, yeah. with Brooklyn. So it's his third trip and it's his second new team. So I guess there's, there's not a whole lot of novelty with it. Uh, and also that whole Sixers team, that's a whole reunion just in and of itself where it's, yeah. there there are more – Eric Gordon, I think, has played has played more games with uh, with the Sixers, with the guys on the Sixers, and he's actually played with his own teammates. I have to actually go look and see if that's actually true. But well, it's, it's five guys. It's like five guys, right? It's like five yeah, guys it, on the team. It's Harden. It's Tucker. It's House. Um, uh, Montrez Harrell is there. Obviously, you have Daryl Morey and Tad Brown in that front office. So yeah, it's it's the South Jersey Rockets. Uh, so it'll be it, it's good just to kind of you can kind of you know reminisce on, on those times and you know organizationally uh, those years were probably the best that they've had in decades. So it's it's uh, it, it's good to see uh, Harden does maintain um, just ties to the city. Uh, he still lives here uh, a good portion of, of the time, and he also he has relationships with guys on this current team. And I mean, you can go up and down the list with Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, with uh, somebody like Josh Christopher, who wore his number at Arizona State, Jalen Green. Um, there, there are some relationships that he has. And also, he was around them during the summer. He was around a lot of these young guys during the summer. They were playing pickup at Toyota Center uh, over the summer. And, and so they've had a chance to kind of, you know, 
see what he, you know, just what that's like up close and kind of, you know, form a relationship with him. So I think that's the interesting part of it. And, and you'll see this tomorrow, whether he plays or not, but all those guys after the game, I guarantee you will come up to him at one, at, at one point. Uh, and there might even be a fight over who gets his Jersey at, at the end of the game. I mean, that that's how close the ties are, you know, Jabari Smith, uh, you know, like I said, Porter, like all these guys were part of, of the pickup games at Toyota Center over the summer. So that's something to keep an eye on. And they, they get up for games like that. Well, I think one of the things to keep in mind here is it's it's not a lot different from when they play, you know, the Warriors, uh, the type of team that they aspire to be. Like James Harden, quietly now, or I guess not so quietly, I mean, everybody talks about how much does he have left in the tank. I mean, quietly now he's – in his in his early 30s to early to mid 30s he's he's got to be 33 33 years old at this point so and you compare that to i mean what do we know about the rockets everybody is is under 20 all of the relevant players almost are under the age of 23 years old so like they they look up to james Harden. james harden is like a i mean obviously he's one of the greatest offensive players that we've seen and you know for them like they they would obviously look up to a player like that who's who's proven as much and has done as much in the league as he has. Um, I don't know. For me, it's, it's interesting reflecting. Uh, I was going to ask you how you reflect on the, on his legacy here, since this is a relatively new podcast and we haven't actually discussed it here on this particular platform. But I don't know. I, I it's it's funny looking back on it. Like this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't know, for me... In some ways, you could blame James Harden for where the, the Rockets found themselves. But at the same time, like he's unquestionably a top two or three Rocket of all time and, you know, provided some of the greatest moments in, in franchise history. I'm just curious how you how you reflect on his legacy here. No, he's number two. And I don't think there's anyone. It's Kim Olajuwon one and then James Harden two. And I don't think anyone really comes close after that. And he's a huge part of just kind of the renaissance that they had just organizationally. I mean, you look the three years before the trade, they weren't a playoff team. They were right in the middle of that, you know, 40, 41, 42 win seasons, not going to the playoffs, not being relevant at all nationally or even locally, uh, to be honest with you. I mean, no one, no one's talking about the Rockets back then. Um, And so he kind of put them back on the map. He played a, a fun style of basketball where they were getting up and down the floor and he got them back to relevancy very quickly. I mean, they, he gets traded, you know, five days before the season or whatever it was in 2012, and they make the playoffs that year. And I don't think anyone expected for that to be a playoff team even after the trade. And you go from 2013 making the playoffs to then 2014, they're finishing in the top half of the Western Conference and having home court advantage. I mean, they went to the playoffs eight straight years uh, with James Harden. They got out of the first round five times. They they had a home court advantage uh, in the first round. So they finished in the top half of the Western Conference, the toughest conference in basketball. They were in the top half of it six times in eight years. They got to the conference finals a couple of times. They narrowly missed out on another uh, on a couple of other 
conference final appearances. So it, it was a very good era of basketball. They didn't get to exactly where they wanted to. They didn't accomplish everything, but they went up against one of the best teams of all time. So I don't think that you can consider the era any sort of a disappointment. You can't consider it anything but a success when you consider how it was formed. It really came out of nowhere. And you had the Harden years with Dwight Howard, and then you had the Harden years post-Dwight Howard, and they were both pretty successful at the end of the day. So I think it's it's an era, it's an eight-year stretch that will be remembered upon fondly. Now, the other part of it is just the way that it ended was ugly. And, you know, how do you balance the two? I, I think certainly the first eight years outweighed the last, but it was still an ugly exit without a question. Yeah, I think the ugly exit is what stained it for me and probably the thing that lingered for a little while. But I guess the point that I was making earlier is that I guess time and the the, the huge difference between, you know, I, I guess the obvious difference between the whole Deshaun Watson thing, aside from the off field, you know, off the field and off the court type of stuff, there's nothing like that with James Harden, obviously. But the the huge difference between the two is that, you know, the James Harden thing, you've had a couple of years, as you mentioned, this is going to be his third. He's already come back twice now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be his third time coming back. So, so time has been able to provide a little perspective and be able to kind of look at it like that, kind of the way you put it, that the, that the eight years of success sort of outweigh the way it ended. And, and, and not just that, Adam, honestly, I would look at it like this, like as ugly as the ending was, it did need to end. It, it was, and I don't think I looked at it this way maybe at the time, but I, I do think it was time for it to end one way or another. It, it would just been more ideal if it had not ended perhaps the way it did. It was just ugly and public, I guess, would be that, you know, if 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 they if there's not the whole the press conference after that Lakers game and this, this whole situation is crazy and just kind of the day and a half that lingered after that, I think it's a little different. Uh, but he gave them eight years. And I think that's the big difference between him and Deshaun Watson is that Watson jumped out. He jumped ship as soon as he could. And Harden stuck around. You know, they had they had that bad year in 2016. Where they go 41 and 41, they fire McHale uh, after 11 games that season, and they could never really get it figured out. And the whole thing with Dwight Howard is completely falling apart. And he stuck with it, and he could have asked out. There were there were ways that he could have gone to the Lakers. He could have waited and, and gone to free agency. You know, but he signed the extension very quickly, and so he gave them that. That was the second iteration of the team. I think a lot uh, with a lot of guys, you don't see the second iteration of that team. You just see the player jump ship as soon as as soon as he has the opportunity. Harden stuck it out, and you saw what Daryl Morey was able to build around him, and it contributed. And also Mike D'Antoni, and it contributed to the four best years of Harden's career. All right, what do you what do you make of this team? Well, Harden with this team uh, with the Sixers, man, they've gone eight and six without him. Um, it looks like they've had the league's best defensive rating in this stretch, according to cleaning the glass. I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out where the Sixers exactly fit in the overall NBA ecosystem. We talk about the Rockets. We already know what's going on there. But what do you make of the Sixers, obviously, with James Harden. I can't say that I that I've kept up with them real closely. Uh, they've just been so banged up. Harden's missed some time, and Bede's missed some time. Now Tyrese Maxey has been out also. So it, it's just a really hard team 
to get an age up just because of how injured that they've been. But I, I feel like if they're healthy, they're very, very good and very formidable, and they've got some depth. Uh, but until then, I mean, it's going to be hard for them to win games with just Joel Embiid. It's really hard to to win basketball games that way. Um, you saw it in the postseason last year. They weren't healthy then, but you know there were stretches, especially in that Toronto series where they looked really good. I thought Toronto would give them some problems and maybe even win that series. And they go out and they win the first three games of that series, and they gave a couple back afterwards, but then they just completely dominated them in game six. I think they won game six by 35 points on the road in Toronto, and Harden was awesome in that game. That was probably one of his best playoff games uh, in a long time. So I do think there's there, there's a high ceiling for that team. But you just have to see all of them on the floor together, and we really just haven't gotten to see a lot. Of, I think the fact that they're you know, over 500 at this point, uh, it speaks to just how good those guys actually can be. Yeah, here in the 14 games that Harden's been out, they've also been without Tyrese Maxey for eight games, Joel Embiid for five, uh, Matisse Thybul for three games, and Tobias Harris missed two. Um, and, and Maxi's still out, it looks like, with the, with the foot frac or the fracture in his foot. So, like you said, this is an incomplete team. It's hard to really get a gauge, uh, get, get a gauge on them. And James Harden coming back is certainly going to be something that'll help them a lot. 